came to me and told me that you're living the life of, you know, um, sin or whatever. But um, but I've always uh, had a, a heart to to ask, what is it? What is it about Jesus that Christians really talk about? I only saw him as a prophet. But what Jesus showed me showed me was everything that that he did for every single one was not just necessarily the prophetic side of things. It was here to show us perfect love. And through his love and through the power of his spirit, I was able to gain or receive acceptance, receive him in my life. As I received him in my life, after an encounter with Jesus I had, um, in my bedroom, actually, I actually had a dream of Jesus, um, and when I had this dream, it literally radically changed my perception of how I saw God, how I saw religion, and um, and a lot of people say that Christianity is a religion, but I just love to propose to you that Christianity is not a religion. Christianity is fellowship with your Father. I did not know anything about, about Christianity. All I knew is just people just loving God and loving Jesus. But there was a lot of confusion about Jesus, God, who was, was which. <laughs> but when I encountered Jesus' love, and I realized that Jesus is the, not only God, but he is the son of God, the image of the invincible God. My life is radically changed. It's still an ongoing process. But I've seen his hand. I've seen his love. I've seen his mercy. While I was yet in sin, God did not say, you're going to go hell. He came to me when I least suspected it, in my bedroom. Amen. <laughs> so I just want to, I, I was speaking to a guy yesterday, and um. I was coming from this conference, the fire conference, and this um, guy, I've spoken to him numerous of times. I spoke to him, I said, Jesus, you know what, Jesus loves you. Now, I know I've said this to you before, but Jesus loves you. And I started to pray for him, it allowed me to pray for him, because I've prayed for him before. I said to him that, um, while I was praying, I just heard myself say, that you've been going through sleepless nights, you've been having a lot of suicidal thoughts. I just rebuke that in Jesus' name. I, I come against that in Jesus' name. And he was completely overwhelmed, how I knew. So I, I just realized that um, God just really wanted me to be patient with him. So I spoke to him more, because he wondered how I knew about his life. It's like I completely went down to his diary and started reading about his life. But I knew it wasn't me, it was Jesus speaking through me. So I started to speak to him about God's love and said that when I received God in my life, hearing God's voice wasn't as easy then. It was, I still had to go through a relationship. Some people's different. But what I needed to go through was go through a process with Jesus, understand that God is a father. And through Christianity, I was able to understand that God accepts everyone. But not only that, but I start to see God as a father. This goes to a Christian or unbeliever. I believe there was a prodigal son, but also there's also a son 
that stays in the Father's house. And God wants us to realize that Jesus did not only come to reveal himself as God, but he came to represent the Son, to actually live a life on earth, to show us the life that he expects us to live as Christians. So the Bible also says that our God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He went about doing good, healing those who were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. That's one thing I find in that is Jesus did not just heal the oppressed, but God was with him. There was a relationship involved, an intimate relationship with God. This goes to Christians. This message is for Christians and for myself. Because I, I still find that every single day, there are phases, there are facets of God that, I, I, that God is still bringing me through. I find that there are certain things in my heart that when God uh, exposes it, it doesn't condemn me. It doesn't say, oh man, you're a sinner, what, what are you, why are you living this way? In fact, it showed me true love. And it was this perfect love that cast out all fear of man. You won't believe this if I say this. I was very, very shy. Very, very shy. Very insecure. I was living a life of lust. Lust, lust after women daily. Be filled with so much filth. Watching stuff daily that was completely destroying my mindset. And what God showed me is that regardless of what you've done, I'm calling you home. I'm calling you. I'm not condemning you. I love you so much. In fact, God told me this, that I love you more than you love your life. Because once you realize this life you live is not yours, and you accept your king, you accept him as your Lord and Savior, it's not going to misguide you. In fact, he ain't gonna, it's not going to control you. It's going to lead you all the way. That's one thing I found in Jesus power and, and his love that he has for me. I've seen so many things happen and in fact a few things happened before I came here. Just across the road well, across the uh, coffee shop, the Cafe Nero. I was staying there today. I was uh, waiting for Johnny to <laughs> reach out to me because I came quite early today. So um, as I came out of the cafe across the road and before I crossed the road the Lord told me that the person that you see across the road um, has got a knee problem. And I'm thinking, okay, <laughs> I've got to go church. <laughs> but I went, thank God I obeyed the voice of God. I went over to him. I said, are you a footballer, right? He said, yeah, yeah, I'm a footballer. And he's probably thinking, how do you know? I said, yeah, Jesus wants you to know how much he loves you and he wants to heal your knee. And yeah, I just prayed for him, and I felt the presence of the Holy Spirit touching his knees. And he, right there, he got touched by God. This literally happened about an hour ago, an hour and a half or something. But God showed me that regardless of what you plan in the day, it's always with you. It's not just in church. It's with you everywhere you go. It's not just here. It's with you. It's inside of you as long as you accept him as your Lord and Savior. What God is calling every single one to, to, to do is not just to repent, <laughs> but to follow Jesus. 
We hear it every day from preachers across the road. They're telling you to repent of your sins, but how will I repent if I, if I don't know what Jesus did for me at the cross? And Jesus died a painful death, not just because he wants to set you free from sin, but he wants you to live a life of holiness. Because without this, it's impossible to see, to see God. God wants every single individual, not just Christians, every single one were create, was created for a purpose. And this purpose was the Son of God revealed to destroy the works of Satan. And God wants every single one of us to reinforce what is already said in the Word. God is calling us to be disciples. Not just a Christian, but a Christian, like my friend will always say. A Christian, the Christ, the Son of the living God, the anointed one, the one that rose again. Isn't it funny in the Bible, we see in the Gospels that the disciples were so exposed to Jesus' miracles. They saw the blind sea. They saw the lame walk. They saw the resurrection of the dead. In fact, God gave them the, the, uh, the authority. Jesus gave them the authority to cast out demons and to heal all these things. But when Jesus was completely bruised and beyond recognition, they did not even have faith to raise Jesus up from the dead. The Holy Spirit knows how to fix that dead fence. Even when on the natural fence seem impossible to mend or to bring together, I experienced the Holy Spirit in my bedroom. And the power of lust, the power of perversion broke off my life. I was living in lust. I was living in so much filth. In fact, I even had tendencies of homosexuality growing up. And when I even came out of that phase, it was just women, day and day, every single day, it was just me lusting after people I did not even know. But when Jesus came into my life, it did not only set me free from sin, it set me free from the nature, its very nature. When I became born again, when I received the Holy Spirit, God started to bring me into his discipleship class in the sacred place, in my bedroom, where no one was looking. I came into a church like this. Then I realized that everyone could, I saw not just into the word of God, but they're not willing to go out to tell people what God has done in their lives. So I knew something was wrong somewhere. Because God set me free from Islam, set me free from perversion, set me free from a lot of things. But not only that, he set me free from myself. Because people say, what would you do if Jesus is here? He's going to save souls. Although people would say I'm an evangelist, but no, it's, it's beyond that. It's actually living a life of a son. A son knows the father's heart. And the father's heart is, I do not want you to perish. Jesus is calling you to eternal life. Eternal life is this, John 17. Knowing the son and knowing the father. As you know the son, it brings you into the father's house. A lot of us stop there. 
I just want to be saved. But no, it's beyond that. It's really about saving the world. But you cannot save the world if you're not, you haven't come to your Father. Jesus came to show you the way to the Father. As you come close to Him, as you come close to the Father, the Father literally changes your life. The Father is the vine dresser. The Bible calls Him the bishop of our souls. Jesus is our everlasting Father. God wants to set us free from the nature of sin and death. The blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross was shed so we can be forgiven of our sins. The Bible says if you confess your faults, confess your sins, is able to forgive you, not only forgive you, but to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. I don't want to live a repetitive lifestyle of going to a priest somewhere and say, this is what I did. What happens if you leave the priest? The next day you go back to the same issue, you're going back to your vomit. Why is that? Because you haven't realized what Jesus has done for you. The blood of Jesus can cleanse you from every unrighteousness if you let him in your life. I do not just believe in God. I believe in his lordship. As I believed in his lordship, it literally changed my life. This life I live is not mine anymore. To those that receive the God, to, to those that receive his holy name, to those that receive Christ the anointed one, and receive his power, it's given you power to become sons of God. Sonship is a life of freedom. Sonship is a life of holiness. Sonship is not just for the bishops and the priests and the evangelists and the apostles and the teachers and those that we, we so put on a pedestal on television. It's a life for every single one of us. God wants you to know how much he loves you. If you receive him and believe in his name, he'll give you the power to become a child of God. A child of God knows the Father's heart. It would be strange for a father to leave his child and just let him cry and not attend to him. It's the same way with God. The Bible says he sent his spirit into our hearts. Crying, Abba, Father. Abba means source. God wants you to go back to the source. And as you get to him, you become changed. And you're not only just repenting of your sins, but God puts you in a place where you're praying for others too. God wants you to know how much he loves you. Before you do the activities, let's get down to his feet. Let's worship him in spirit and in truth. Because God is not just seeking, seeking those that would do his will. But God wants us to be selfless. God wants us to come to him. God wants us to receive his love. God wants us to receive his very nature. God wants us to disciple nations. God wants us to know how much he loves us even before we do the works of God. Have experienced his peace. Have experienced his joy. 
have experienced his power, not because it's called me to, to be an evangelist, but God said this to me, before the callings, I've called you to be a son. Because once you realize you're a son and a daughter of God, when I say son, this can relate to anyone. There are no genders in heaven. God is saying that you are a son. Because once you receive Jesus, you receive the son of God inside of you. Your identity, your identity literally changes to the life of his peace, the life of his joy, the life of his righteousness. God wants you to know how much he loves you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. Whosoever believes, which means as, a, as an invitation for every single one of us. God wants us to realize how much he loves us. Because God so loved the world that he gave his best. He didn't give half of his son. He didn't give you his leg. He didn't give you his hand. He gave you all of his son. But the Holy Spirit did not find it hard to raise Jesus from the dead. The Holy Spirit wants to rise us up from the dead. It wants to raise us up from the dead. You may be Christian. You may not even be a Christian. But this message is for every single one of us. Once we catch the revelation of sonship, and catch the revelation of how much it loves us, you begin to grow in His love, begin to grow in humility, be begin to grow in the fruits of the Spirit, begin to realize that you are not alone. He is with you. Jesus said this, that the I am not alone, for the Father has sent me. He is with me because if I do the things that pleases my Father, He is my dad. Can we all say that? He is my dad. He is my dad. Just before I move on, there's somebody here that's got a physical pain on the ankle, just slightly at the, I believe the right or the left, and also just pain in your, just your neck, just slightly, slightly there, and also your right knee. If you're that person, just put your hands up. If you've got physical pain, got pain or where on your neck, right now, right? It's going to leave right now in Jesus' name. Just do something you couldn't do before. Just keep moving it about. Is, okay. Is the pain still there? Okay. Father, we thank you for healing your daughter right now. In the name of Jesus, we're still going to pray for you more. Father, we thank you. Also, the pain on the knee. Who's got pain on the knee? Just pain on your knee. Father, we thank you for healing your daughter right now. Spirits of pain. Go in Jesus' name. Spirits of pain. Leave right now. In the name of Jesus, how does it feel now? It feels better. Really? That's awesome. Father, we thank you. Let's just give the Lord a mighty shout. Hallelujah! Jesus, your God. Jesus, your King. Hallelujah. Now, because that has happened, God's going to just going to release a ripple effect of healing, signs and wonders. But not only do that in your life, but you're going to carry what God is releasing is right now. Because I don't just believe in just saying words and, just, and people seeing me differently. No, no, no. I want people to see Jesus. 
Because once you see what he can do, now you can be a custodian. You can be a carrier of his presence. I love his presence. The way I see God is a fish cannot survive outside water. And see you as a fish. If you're outside water, within seconds you die, right? God has to be a reality to us. We need to live in his presence. It has to be our reality. Regardless of where you are in the faith, or maybe you're about to receive Jesus now, this is a simple message. We need God to survive. We need him like oxygen. We need him to survive. Not just on a Sunday. It's a life with Jesus. It's a life in Jesus. What do you look like if you're in Jesus? You look like him. And he takes you through a process of just knowing him. So you've got a pain, right? Who's got a pain on the knee just as well? Just, you got a pain in your knee? All right. So is it your right knee or left knee? Left knee. All right. Just do something you couldn't do before because the pain is left right now. Just do something you couldn't do before. Father, we thank you for healing her right now. Is the pain still there? Huh? Yeah, cause just stand up, please. Don't, don't be scared. <laughs> just stand up and do something you couldn't do before. Please. <laughs> Is that all right? Is that okay, Pastor? All right? Father, we thank you. Holy Spirit, I'm just flowing with this. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. How's it feel now? Okay. It's okay right now. Wow. All right, I'm going to make this slightly easy for everyone. Who's, who has got any pain on your body? <laughs> All right. Okay, so um, you've got pain? All right. All right, so what is the physical pain? Your arm, okay. And um, those that have got pain, just stand up, please. We're just going to stretch our hands by faith. I don't want you to see <laughs> me as the one doing the healing. You notice I haven't even come to touch you. It's Jesus doing the healing. So let's just command every spirit of pain. If you're close to that person, just ask them, what's the, what's the actual pain you're going through? And just command it to leave. Don't ask for the pain to leave. Command the pain to leave. Because Jesus never prayed. He commanded stuff to happen. So let's just co command every pain to leave right now. Father, we just command every spirit of pain to leave. Yes. And yeah, just ask them what... Pain, what specific pain you're going through so you know what you're praying about and just command the pain to leave. Every spirits of pain, leave in Jesus' name. Spirits of pain, leave in Jesus' name. You have no right to be there. Spirits of pain, go in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Every pain in the back, I command it to leave right now. In Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, have your way. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, more, Lord. Get it, Lord. Yes. Oppression, leave. Suicidal thoughts. Leave in this. Leave out of this place right now. We command you to leave right now. Anxiety, oppression. Leave in Jesus' name and do not return. Do not return. Blood of Jesus. Thank you, Father. 
Amen. All right. So, yeah, I just, so if you feel different, if you feel like you healed, just put your hands up right now. Been healed? What have you got healed from? Wow, the pain left you. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, wow. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. Who else? Just one more. Amazing. I just love what God is doing because, you see, God is using his people. I don't want you to think it's just Benjamin. No, no, no. If you've got Jesus inside of you. In fact, I've seen an unbeliever prayed for somebody and God healed that person through an unbeliever. So God can use anyone. But God does use that as a way to say, you know what? God, like, I can use you, but come to me. I want to save you too. So, yeah, I just want to say just God is, is, is restoring a lot of hearts. There's a lot of compromises in this place. And I really feel like God just wants us to be in a place of humility and just do not look at your neighbor. If you know that you need Jesus in your life, Christian or no Christian, <laughs> please just, just, just stand up because God wants to fill you with his love and God wants you to, to be saved. God wants you to realize how much he loves you because I can say so much about what I've seen but it's really about God's love. It all falls down to one thing, that, that we were once sinners, but yet God loved, still loved us. God loved me before I even loved him. I cannot have the capacity to love God because it's in our nature. People say sin is pleasurable. It's within our nature. After Adam sinned in the Garden of Eden, we just want to sin every day. We wake up, we think that the next thing is just sinning because our minds are completely hostile, rebellious to God. But what God is saying to us is if you grow in the knowledge of his presence and just walk in the knowledge of his word, this, is not, this will not just be a word that you've heard before. As you read it, it becomes your mirror. It literally changes your... The Bible says that receive the word with meekness. And you literally um, set you free from filthiness of the flesh. And as you receive that word, it literally saves your soul. It saves your soul. It heals your mind. It heals your will. It heals your emotions. God wants you to know how much it loves you. But people say, people, like, God doesn't speak. People say, God doesn't speak. But do you know, it's written so much letters in this Bible to you. And it's just waiting for you to just... Read about him and just receive his love. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I'm just going to read one scripture. Is that all right? Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> so Luke, Luke chapter 24. Thank you, Father. We love you. Verse 45. It says, the op then, then he opened their mind so that they might understand the scriptures. And he said to them, does it is written that the Christ would suffer and rise again from the, from the dead the third day and that repentance and remish, uh, uh, remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations beginning from Jerusalem. You are a witness of these things. 
and I will send to you what my father has promised. But stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. Amen? Amen. Yeah, I just say that to um, just allow you to know that everything I'm saying is out of the gospel. It's, a lie. it's just what I believe that we're the fruits of what God has done. Thousands of years ago, many people are still getting saved, even after what Jesus did and resurrected. And God wants to cancel our debts. God wants to cancel all those things that have tried to hold us in bondage. But also, it wants us to realize that the Father has promised us his Holy Spirit. A lot of us did not, we fail to keep promises. But the Father wants to give you his Spirit, a promise. Who wants to receive the Holy Spirit? If you want to receive the Holy Spirit, can, can, I, can you put your hands up, please? I want to receive more. I want to receive more. Father, we thank you. We just give you glory. Is it okay if I just have the, the, the worship team? Is that, yeah. that all right? Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We just bless you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Just speak to the Lord right now. Just speak to him. And just open up your heart to him. Just speak to him and say, Father, forgive me if I've been so familiar with you. Father, thank you for saving me. And if you're not saved... I just want to invite you to come. To just come and just receive God's love. Because I'm ready to pray for anyone that needs Jesus in your life. If you need Jesus in your life, just come up to the front. Because God loves you. He loves you more than you know. Perfect love casts out all fear. God wants to deliver you. wants to set you free from sin. God wants to heal you. It's a baptism of love right now. God is releasing it. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus.